1: was to build a network in London because I'm here only two years. I'm not British, I'm not from here. And you have to have a good network. You need to meet the people like like minded people and this is just how you can work and like be successful.
0: Today's Women in Tech episode shout-out goes to Steph. She goes by Steph the Security Gal on Twitter. She's at S-E-C-O-P-S-S-T-E-P-H. Steph, thank you so much for listening to the Women in Tech podcast. She sent such a sweet message. She said, Hello, Esprit. I just want to say that I love, love, love your podcast. I'm currently a recent graduate and I am now a security analyst. I've been searching and nothing compares to your podcast. I just want to say thanks for teaching me, giving me advice, and making me laugh while I look through my vulnerabilities. It's truly inspiring. One day I'd love to sit on your podcast. I hope we can connect and stay in touch. Thank you, Steph. That is the sweetest thing to wake up to. Really appreciate you. Thank you so much. Be sure to say hello to Steph on Twitter, S-E-C-O-P-S-S-T-E-P-H, to DM her or to at mention her on Twitter. Tell her you found her via the Women in Tech podcast. If you, too, want to connect and collaborate with more incredible women in tech, remember you can go to the Women in Tech Facebook group at womenintechvip.com. That's womenintechvip.com. We're so proud of what we've created with the Women in Tech podcast to support us in our journey to celebrating women in tech around the world. Go to womenintech.fm and click on the donation link on the right side of the page. That's womenintech.fm. The donation link is the top right side of the page. We really appreciate you being a part of our journey, and we look forward to celebrating so many more women to come. Hello, hello, hello. Today I'm in my kitchen eating healthy in between all the cookies and sugars and unhealthy things I've been eating because I've just had so much. There has been a change in my recording studio and office and it seems it's best that I let it go and evolve and transform and all the other hokey positive words into a new space I have so much history in this space, so much. I built my action sports company there. I was the first female to raise money for a tech company in the action sports industry. I built an action sports social network. And now I have my podcasting company there. And, you know, by the end of this week, I won't anymore. And it's hard and emotionally draining. It's hard to, like... Even having the stability of like having a proper place to work out of so that you, I just feel, not you, I, I just feel grounded and I feel like I'm focusing on the right things, being able to apply what my mentor teaches me and I just, I've just been off. It's been hard. I haven't been present at all. I'm just totally, I mean, I even drove past therapy by accident (laughs) and I've never done that. And you know, the sayings like, oh, you don't know what's around the corner and what awesome better thing is gonna present itself. Honestly, I don't trust that right now. I don't know, I just don't, but I'm allowed to like be gloomy about it for a second, right? I am um, I can take a moment to whine. I mean, I'm lucky that I've had a space at all. And I I have found a part time recording studio, which is walking distance from my house, and it is pretty incredible. It's just not my space, right? It's somebody else's space that I'm renting part time, and it won't be the same. I won't be able to have my community gatherings there, which I just adore helping all of you. Again, I'm Enneagram number two, the helper. I adore helping you, seeing you connect with one another and Seeing magic being created between people is just – it's just this beautiful experience and it breaks my heart that I won't have the said real estate to um, host that experience in the same way. But I don't know what's around the corner and what's going to become available Empowering me to serve others and empowering me to find the stability to serve myself and the bottom line of the sustainability of our business. And so, one day at a time, um, today's not my day. My accountability partner, Gavin, was like, What's one good thing that's happened? (laughs) I'm like, I was like, so annoying. And then finally I shared with them because there have been several good things that happened, have have happened. Like I got featured on Spotify this week. What? Um, The Women in Tech podcast was featured on Spotify. Harper's Bazaar last week. Vulture Magazine. Like it's really cool stuff. And it's weird when you have this heaviness combined with the cool stuff. It's hard to like let it process and enjoy it. And that's kind of where I'm at, where I just, I don't even feel like I have my own brain right now. I'm just like completely and utterly spiritually drained. But I guess that's life and it's going to happen from time to time to all of us. So wish me luck. (laughs) I'm just so lucky already to be able to be sharing my voice on this show with you right now and so lucky that I get to share your voice with the world. And I guess that's all that matters. We don't need a space to do that, do we? We just have to have the right intent behind it and we'll create whatever we need to get that job done. Thank you for being a part of my journey. I celebrate you each and every day. It's not easy to hashtag life. (laughs) And um, I really hope you enjoy our next episode. Bye. in tech podcast connecting and celebrating women in tech around the world and right now i am in london england yes at the magnificent google campus accelerating startups day after day it's so exciting that we were here for a women in tech breakfast this morning absolutely inspiring they have this great board that had a need and an offer space so people can ask for what they need and then be able to offer different um, abilities and talents and resources that they have i thought it was a great community-building exercise, and I am here to celebrate our next Women in Tech. Hello. Hello. Thank you so much for being here. So go ahead, share a little bit about who you are and what you do. Hi. Uh,
1: Thank you for having me, first of all. Of course. I'm Magali. I'm the founder of uh, Cabinet Intelligence. I'm actually working in intelligence, uh, private intelligence, working for different businesses and uh, companies, doing some research uh, on open source everything that is publicly available, I can find some data, and turn them into uh, intelligence reports.
0: Now, are you from
1: London, or did you move here? So I moved here two years ago. Uh, Before that, I was living in Tel Aviv, in Israel, where I actually got
0: into the tech and intelligence industry. So interesting. Tel Aviv, I think, is one of the top tech cities in the world. It's like Tel Aviv, Los Angeles, San Francisco, of course, and New York. Yes, absolutely. And then below that is probably like London and Austin and... Yeah, yeah, I think. I yeah, don't know. Yeah. I don't have some official chart, but Tel Aviv is like... It's, like, it's a big thing. Yeah, yeah, it's a really big deal. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. So when did you first fall in love with
1: technology? By chance. I actually got my first job in Tel Aviv as an intelligence analyst in these companies. I just needed some people that had like language skills and uh, interest with um, international affairs and good knowledge of social media which I, I had all of that. And this is how I got started. And I, I worked with amazing people uh, that was like geeks. Like yeah. Proper geeks uh, coding uh, for work, but also for fun. And they also used to work in the Israeli intelligence in, uh, military. So they knew a lot of stuff. And uh, this is how I got passionate
0: about it. And I just uh, kept going. And now I'm here. And what would you say is a huge obstacle that you've successfully overcome? And how did you overcome it?
1: Uh, I would say the most important for me was to build a network in London because I'm, I'm here only two years. I'm not British, I'm not from here. I worked before in the Middle East, and a network is just a, you have to have a good network. If you don't work for a company that is um, set up, you need to meet the people, like, like minded people, and people. Uh, this is just how you can work and like, be successful.
0: And what would you say is different from the London tech community versus the Tel Aviv tech community?
1: Oh, it's very, very... Like, the mindset is very different. In Tel Aviv, it's a lot of, uh, like, innovations all the time. There is this uh, big thing that uh, there is no failure. Even though you don't succeed in with, like, one startup, you just go back and, like, try something else all the time. It's, like, a con- continuous uh, thing. In London, I'm... I'm not sure that it's the case, but also it's mostly the a mindset of like, in Tel Aviv people just go with flip flops to work, right? In London you can't really do that. Yeah. So this is most like a, an environment um, change. And what would you say your day to day looks like? It's very various. Like every day is, is different, which I actually like. It's very enjoyable. And every day I'm force myself to email people to to phone to people, uh, just to get new clients, to, get n- to go to events. Um, I'm trying to actually go to, uh, every two weeks to this uh, women Breakfast, because every time I can meet uh, new uh,
0: different people with different
1: projects, it's so
0: amazing. And the Women in Tech Breakfast is um, powered by Google here at their mm-hmm. London campus, and it's, it's awesome. It's awesome, yeah. 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 And uh, what kind of results have you, and people have you met by coming to the Women in Tech Breakfast? I don't know if I could talk about results.
1: It's more of like an um, ongoing journey where I do meet those people and we have exchanging skills. Also, I've met some uh, like designers that help me doing my branding, and I can help them with like online privacy and like social media stuff. So it's more like a, a disc- like
0: ongoing discussion with them. It's great. And what really is the hardest part about? being in the tech world and a startup and then what's the most rewarding
1: i think if woman in tech exists it because it's very difficult to be a woman in tech uh, so this is quite obvious which which is difficult is that there is a lot to learn but sometimes it's very challenging it's very exciting but also you can find people that do have skills that you don't and so you can like mix and match and create good cool stuff together and the most rewarding is to actually being able to help people. Uh, You know, when you are in a field and you're kind of like specialist of the field, you don't think that people outside of the field will not know what you're doing. And so, like, to actually meet people that need your skills and your
0: uh, experience is uh, amazing. Where do do you see your startup a year from now? Like, what do you hope for it?
1: Um, I'm hoping to uh, building my own tool, which would be like a collection data uh, technology uh, I've just thinking about it like a few days ago, so it's quite new in my uh, mind. Uh, but I'm hoping uh, to work to work towards that. And what are you working on right now? Uh, so I'm working on very like a lot of projects. One of them is a startup uh, focused on geopolitics. Mm-hmm. Uh, this one project, and the other one is uh, developing my uh, portfolio of clients to work on online privacy protection.
0: And what is your special secret
1: sauce? I guess my, it's my knowledge of both sides of social medias, which actually are open source, open, open source that I use to do both uh, reports on people and companies and stuff, but also that I can use to actually find information about yourself that you want to hide or you want to
0: delete. Wait, so you know how to delete all the bad stuff? Uh-huh. Yeah. I thought that's impossible to delete. It's like, it's some stuff are impossible to delete, but most of
1: them can be deleted, or others can be, like... Pushed overt. down. Yes.
0: I hear that's what the secret is, is that you have to know how to push them down. Yeah. And how did you become good at knowing how to push down all the bad internet things?
1: <laughs> I, I become good at that because I had to look for the, the stuff. So once you know, like, how to look for the stuff, you can also learn how to push them down. You know, it's like, you know, like the hackers that are, yeah. you have the white hat and the black hat. Yeah. It's the same job, it's just like different purpose. And, and how long did it take you to learn how to do that? I mean, I'm still, I'm still learning every day because, uh, because people are becoming more aware of it and because of GDPR and all this, like privacy stuff that's yeah. coming up, so every day you have to, to learn new stuff. But I've, I would have been in the field for like three years and have you been on a podcast before?
0: I haven't. Ah, it's, <laughs> it's first podcast. Very exciting. That's awesome. That yes. is really exciting. Where can people find out more about you, connect with you further? Uh, so I do have a Twitter account, uh,
1: which is Ka- uh, Cabinet Intelligence. Can you spell it? Yes. It's actually at K-A-V-E-N-E-T and Big, big I.
0: Intelligence. It's like, yeah, I for intelligence. Oh, got it, got it. Yeah. And again, remember to look at the show notes and you could find out how to connect with her there as well. And um, what is the best advice that you've gotten? Just to always go further and like look and keep learning. And is there a podcast that you really love?
1: Uh, I've got a lot of them. Uh, I kind of like the Recorded Future one, which is like a startup. um, What's it called? Recorded future. Recorded future. Recorded future. It's like very tech and very uh, threat intelligence and vulna- vulnerabilities. And it's very interesting.
0: Awesome. Yeah. And uh, what's your favorite tech tool? I Maybe mean, software, hardware, any, any website, mobile app?
1: I love all of them.
0: Um, I don't have one that comes in mind now. <laughs> Is there something that you suggest we check out to protect ourselves online? I mean, having a VPN. It's a good start. Tell us what a VPN is. It's uh, like pr- basically it protects your
1: uh, real domain. It's a virtual private network, right? Yeah, yeah, exactly. yeah. yeah. And and, and you can um, so you you're just uh, using a different uh, like the uh, URL code, which allows you to not being. Uh, like, recognizable when you're, like, browsing on the Internet.
0: Yeah, so, like, if you're at the airport, um, if you use the airport Wi-Fi, anybody could access mm. your Internet, uh, what you're typing in. And so in order to protect yourself, if you use a virtual private network, a VPN, um, your, your data is protected.
1: Ideally, you should not connect to any uh, public network. But I know that it's very tough. <laughs> but yeah. this is the, in, in the ideal world. Uh, create very strong passwords. Don't use the same password for all your accounts. Some people do create. Also have like a email address for work, email address for shopping, email address for uh, any like events, uh, community things. You recommend
0: having different email addresses. Yeah. And how about do you? Is there a password software like a password company that you recommend? I don't. I don't use them, but I know that
1: there is a few. So I don't know the names, uh, but I know that there is a few uh, companies that do pro like do generate like pass, LastPass. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I just don't use them because I don't want to have any like password uh, that would be in the hand of an, uh, another, someone else uh, because it could be hacked as well. So. Oh, you interesting. Know what I mean? like,
0: so how do you memorize or save all your passwords? Do you have like a password creation like tip? Uh, I'm just creating like uh, inspiration, like,
1: being, like just creating long passwords with a mix of letters and big and small
0: letters and specific characters. But how do you remember them all? I have like somewhere where I put them. <laughs> you you put them somewhere, somewhere, yeah. yeah. So you have them. Like, do you ever forget a password and then not be able to log in somewhere? As as a beginning, yes. But then I I learned how to do. <laughs> <laughs> but you can't tell us too much. No, I can't. <laughs> thank you so much for hanging out with the women in tech podcast it was incredible to meet you here one one last question do you have a networking tip you say you go you want you make it a point to go to these women in tech breakfasts like what's a good networking tip to form like the best relationships
1: Mm, being honest and like talking about yourself but also uh, listening to the other women or people that you're meeting Perfect. And having your business card with you.
0: (laughs) Having your business card (laughs) with you. (laughs) Thank you so much for connecting with the Women in Tech podcast. If you want to connect and collaborate with more extraordinary women in tech around the world, remember to go to womenintechvip.com. That's womenintechvip.com. Takes you straight to the Facebook group. I will see you guys in the next episode. Say hello on social, at Women Tech Show, on Twitter, on Instagram, on Facebook. Bye. This is
1: Magali Alouche, CEO and founder of Cabinet Intelligence, based in London. We are working online, doing intelligence investigations and online privacy protection. And you're listening to Women in Tech.
0: If you, too, want to connect and collaborate with more incredible women in tech, remember you can go to the Women in Tech Facebook group at womenintechvip.com. That's womenintechvip.com. We're so proud of what we've created with the Women in Tech podcast. To support us in our journey to celebrating women in tech around the world, go to womenintech.fm and click on the donation link on the right side of the page. That's womenintech.fm. The donation link is the top right side of the page. We really appreciate you being a part of our journey, and we look forward to celebrating so many more women to come. The Women in Tech podcast is hosted and produced by me, Esprit Devora, With help from Janice Geronimo.
1: Edited by Adam Carroll. Show notes by Carl Marty.
0: And music from Jay Huffman Live and Epidemic Sound. The Women in Tech podcast is a wearetech.fm production.